podcast is to educate, empower, and equip our listening audience with spiritually relevant, culturally appropriate information. We have a diverse audience that's centered around millennials, people of color, working class people, single parents, men, women, and youth. All adults are welcome to partake in this podcast. It doesn't matter your socioeconomic status, your race, your creed, nor your educational background. If you are religious or if you are religious, you are more than welcome to join in to the Lotus Flower podcast. We welcome you this evening. I am your host, Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I bring you greetings on behalf of my co-host, Reverend Curtis L. Robinson, Sr. Here at the Lotus Flower podcast, we look at the Lotus Flower. And when we look at that Lotus Flower, it is the center of our logo. Why? Because it is a flower that blooms in adversity. That lotus flower blooms in the mud, the muck, and the mire. It pushes its way through all of that chaos to bloom and blossom up into a beautiful pink and white flower. Some people might say, how could that be possible when the environment that it's actually blooming in is so chaotic and it's distraught. I'd like to let you know that that flower and the environment that it's in is likened to the lives of our Lotus Flower podcast guests. Many of them have come through pain, hardships, and chaotic environments in order to bloom and blossom into the people that they are today. Why? Because they are planted, their lives are planted in the Holy Spirit. Planted so that when the storms of life come and they find themselves in adverse situations, they're able to stay rooted and grounded. Why? Because they are anchored, anchored in the Lord. So they bloom and they blossom and they actually begin to give off a radiant scent, I call it, to everyone that comes in contact with them. They actually impact lives along the way because God has allowed them to bloom and blossom outside of any circumstance that they might find themselves in. The Lotus Flower Podcast. Once again, we welcome you this evening. We're streaming live here on YouTube, on the Emerging Hope Ministries YouTube channel. And we are streaming on our audio platforms as well. So we welcome to over 10,000 people that are listening globally to this podcast. And for that, we're grateful for the strategic ministry that the Lord has given us. We have a very special guest with us this evening, none other than Minister Justin Williams.
Precious Flower Podcast, welcoming our special guest this evening, Minister Justin R. Williams, hails all the way from Detroit, Michigan, where he was born and raised. Minister Justin moved to Kalamazoo, Michigan in 2004 and graduated with his BAA, Bachelor's of Business Administration from Western Michigan University in 2008. His major was management and he minored in general business. He currently is employed as a property manager for Ishwan LLC in Grand Rapids since 2015. Minister Williams serves as one of the associate ministers at the Mount Zion Baptist Church in Kalamazoo, Michigan, under the leadership of Senior Pastor Dr. Addis Moore and First Lady Sister Gwendolyn Moore. He has been a member there since 2009. Some of the other ministries that Minister J. Will serves in include the Christian Education Ministry, Life Group Facilitator for the Men's Group, Music Ministry, Mime, and Youth Ministry. Minister J. Will, nickname, is married to his beautiful wife, Brittany, and they have just celebrated nine years of marriage this past October 2021. They have a beautiful six-year-old daughter named Journey Ray. Minister J. Well's favorite scripture is Isaiah 61. Thank God, thank God, thank God for Minister Justin Williams. Welcome. Hi. Hi, welcome. Why don't you greet our guest? Welcome, welcome, welcome to this wonderful podcast, the Lotus Flower Podcast. As you can see, I'm rocking my flower bow tie in honor of the podcast tonight. So thank you so much for having me, those listeners that are tuning in. Praise God for you. Um, if you want to share this, make sure you share this broadcast, this podcast with our listeners, with your friends and family, because definitely there is a word from the Lord and we want to encourage you during this time. So definitely make sure you tune in, stay tuned and reshare this. Amen. 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 Thank you once again. So tonight our topic is going to be thriving with thorns, advancing through adversity. Now I want our audience to know that we at the podcast, we allow our guests to choose the topic of their choice. So when I talk with Minister Justin, and I'm going to call him by his nickname, I asked him for permission already. So he said, yeah, you can call me my nickname. And so I'm going to ask that Minister J. Will kind of tell us why he chose the topic of thriving with thorns, advancing through adversity. Well, it's it's a very personal um, testimony for myself. And I believe that anything God's allows me to go through it's imperative that I share with others to let them know that they can get through. So um, with this thriving with thorns, oh wow, this thing of advancing through adversity or advancing through adversity, I, I looked at my life, I looked at the adversities I had in my life and it was through obedience to God that I was able to advance through those adversities. And then when we look at those things of thorns that are ministry related, 
I said, wow, I can thrive with the thorns in my life now that I'm saved. So that doesn't mean I'm exempt from issues because I'm saved. Yes. And, and it helps me to get through the issues because I am saved and I have God's word to help me. So I wanted to encourage the listening audience to let them know that, you know, there's a, a big important thing that you have to have. And that is a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's it does matter when you're going through um, the relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. It needs to be solid. Um, and we're destined, we're, we're actually created to thrive, to grow, to obey, to help others with our testimony through our obedience. So um, that is why I chose tonight's topic because it's near and dear to my heart. Amen. And I'm so happy that you that you said yes to being a guest on the podcast and yes to choosing the, the topic and also choosing some of the points that we'll talk about this evening. And uh, that in itself, Minister Justin, lets me know that you're open to be used by the Lord, pliable. You know, I ask so many people to come on the podcast and I tell them, I say, well, you know, we're going to have you choose the topic and you're going to talk, you're going to help us with some talking points. And they're like, really? I said, yes. And then they think about it and they pray about it and they say, yes, this is what the Lord would have me to do outside of my regular ministerial duties that I do. This is something I'm going to do because I know it's going to bless other people. So I'm going to stretch outside of my comfort zone. Amen. And do it. And I appreciate that. So I'm you're my to... first live podcast. So that yes. means a lot. So thank you so much again for having me for sure. Praise God. Praise God. So once again, we you have selected a focal scripture, which is coming from Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And you're using the New Living Translation. And so if our listening audience, if you have your Bibles, you can turn with us to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. And we want to lay a foundation as to um, that's related to the topic that we're going to talk about this evening. And I'll have Minister Justin go ahead and, and read that scripture when you're ready. Awesome. Okay. So the scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. In the New Living Translation version of the Bible, you will find these words. It reads... Let's see here. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from being proud or becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time, he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, ha, then I am strong. Amen, the word of God. Amen. 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 And that scripture in itself, will we, what we say will preach. It, it will really preach. Will. It will. Yeah. And, um, but that brings us to our uh, first um, point this evening. And it is that when you have a, a thorn in our flesh, we, we want to know, first of all, 
how does a thorn actually serve a purpose in our flesh? But before you tell us that, tell us what it what do you mean by or what does the Bible mean by a thorn in the flesh? Okay, so as we look at this scripture in chapter 12, verse 7, it talks about this thorn that was given to the apostle Paul. Um, in the beginning, and I always love to go to the beginning of scripture, um, or when you're talking in the middle of the scripture, I always go back to the top and it tells you actually what was going on. So Paul experiencing some, he experienced a great revelation from God. And within that revelation, he talks about things that he heard that he cannot utter because it was just so magnificent. And it talks about him not being boastful in what he saw and what, and he talks about being caught into the third heaven and Going down to verse seven, where it talks about the thorn, it says there that, um, so to keep me from becoming proud after I was given this revelation, he says, I was given a thorn in my flesh. Now the thorn in the scripture says this, it's a splinter in the flesh. Okay. So there was something that happened to Paul to keep him from becoming proud. So I'll okay. stop right there and let you go ahead. Okay, now let's go ahead and put it into more of a layman's terms. <laughs> For those that are listening, that may not be as spiritual as you and I are. Okay, so oh. let's just say this. So a thorn in the a thorn is not a person. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. So a lot of times we always say this person is a thorn in my side. I know it's a that's figure true. of speech, but that's mm -hmm. not what a thorn is. A thorn okay. is not a person. Okay. A thorn is not a place. A thorn is not a thing. Okay. But a thorn, a thorn is something that frustrates you as you're doing your God assignment. So okay. I've noticed sometimes when you're actually obeying God, because that's what Paul was doing. Paul mm -hmm. didn't have the thorn because he was disobedient. Paul mm -hmm. had this storm because he was obedient and God showed him revelation. Okay. So then because of that, there was a message from Satan around the corner. But okay. I always, I, was, I thank God because God is also working behind the scenes yes. as it relates yes, to our yes. thorns. So he knows exactly what he's doing. We just have to trust him. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you get, when you have a thorn, that thorn, does it stay with you throughout your entire life? Or do you get, you um, kind of overcome one thorn and then you get another thorn? Well, in this case, it talks about this thorn that Paul had, he had for over 14 years. So okay. he learned to live with this thorn. And, and we kind of get into our, our second um, principle about that is that a lot of times when we pray to God, because it says in the scripture, he begged God to remove the thing, That's the right. thorn. But God didn't respond to him, him asking to remove it. He said, my grace is sufficient. My That's grace right. is enough to keep you and sustain you while you have mm -hmm. this thorn. So I don't necessarily want us to think about um, there's a timetable for us to get rid of our thorns. Right. But however, because we have Christ in our lives, he can mm -hmm. actually sustain us in our thorns. Amen. So That's it doesn't, we're not looking at a time to get out, but we're just going through. Amen. Amen. That, and that makes sense. And the reason I'm asking that is because there are some listeners out there that aren't as um, abreast, I'd say, in the word or maybe young in their walk with the Lord, some millennials that are listening, we want them to be encouraged Amen to that. by what you're sharing and not um, thinking that if you have something going on in your life or you have what I would call a, even a stronghold, something holding strong that won't let you loose and you keep going back to it and it, it is a thorn that don't let that take you away from the relationship with the Lord. He could actually, like you said, be using that to actually keep you humble, keep, yeah. you from, keep you from becoming proud 
and puffed up. Yeah, the scripture talks about that. It talks right. about it was given to me, so I won't become puffed up. So a lot of times we're walking around with a big head, but right. God is saying, I know what to do with that. I'll bring you down to size. So um, you don't look, we look at our thorns as, I always say this, you're looking at your thorn as a grief, but it's actually a gift. Amen. Amen. And I'll just say that. Yeah. That's good. That's that makes it so plain. Thank you. Very good teaching. Very good. So it keeps us from becoming proud and puffed up. Mm -hmm. So is this for is this applicable to all people, layman's layman people that are walking with the Lord? They don't have a title, but they love the Lord. They're Christians. They're devo they're devoted to you know what they're doing as far as walking out their call. However, you have another set of people that are called to ministry. They are leaders, they're elders in a church, they're pastors, they are Sunday school teachers, youth group leaders and whatnot. That group of people, do, do they have um, thorns as well? Or is it only the people that aren't given an actual title that the Lord has called into ministry? Is it only a certain? And you know, I know the answer. Yeah, you that, know the answers to that. I, no. <laughs> I do want you to share this with some that may not know the answer to that. Yeah, and I, I think that's what that that is to any believer that has accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior over their life. Mm -hmm. um, that has accepted Him and believed that God has raised Jesus from the dead. Then they are saved. Okay. They can also have this same. And, and, and actually have the same perspective now that they are saved okay. um, when it comes to relationship to your thorn or the thorn in your life and the things that frustrate you for the sake of Christ. Okay. I want to make sure that is a, uh, that is a uh, that is very relevant as well, too, because the door wasn't given for just any reason that that's why it serves a purpose. Okay. It serves a purpose mm -hmm. to not have you puffed up, to have mm -hmm. you lean and trust and depend on God. And when I think of the word proud, Proud means this. Hey, look at me. But when mm -hmm. I'm humbled, mm -hmm. then God is saying, well, or I'm saying, look at what God is doing through me. Does that I make see. sense? That that makes sense. And then I'm going to veer off just a, just a tad bit, but it's still going to, it's going to, you know, serve the purpose that we're speaking about tonight. However, so when, when we don't want to become puffed up and proud yet and still, there are times in our lives that we've got to get out and use the internet for marketing. <laughs> We've got to, if we've written a book, we've got to promote the book or, and, and you, you sing beautifully. I don't know. You didn't put that in your bio, but he also sings beautifully. So there are times that you would be singing somewhere and, you know, it may appear it's like, wow, he's, he's showing off, but you're not. The Lord is using you. He might use you to do runs and elevations Amen. in your voice. And, you know, it just brings tears to people's eyes. And so we've got to get out there and showcase our gift. You At really, those times in our lives, are, is that be, mean that we are being proud and prideful when we're operating that way? I, I want that was actually a great example because when I do sing, I don't think about myself. Mm -hmm. It's not about me. Okay. So as you were, you actually just actually answered that question and gave a gave our viewers an example of what that looks like because mm -hmm. I know that I'm leading and I know that it is Christless in me that's actually speaking to the individuals in the congregation that are watching. So mm -hmm. I'm like less of me, but more of him. So mm -hmm. it's not my show. I'm not trying to get likes. I'm not trying to get praise or, mm -hmm. you know, receive any accolades for anything that I do, but mm -hmm. my focus is to serve and love God. So mm -hmm. with that, what you just said, you actually just gave our viewers actually applicable principle to not make it about yourself. 
And sometimes I, I love that because that keeps me humble. That keeps me from getting the big head and thinking like, wow, you know, I got this song. It's down packed because God has a way of bringing you down to size where yes, you got up there and you were ineffective. You know, right. you've seen individuals get up in a, in a pulpit. They're like, hey, I'm about to tear it up. Yeah, you tore it up. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, just, so, literally, quite literally. All right. So, you know, the, they, the saying is this. They say when they say take your time, that means you messed up a little bit. So, <laughs> okay. so that definitely is a great example, um, Dr. Robinson, about that. Good. And um Mr. J. Well, you know, year, years ago, I, my my children and I uh, attended Mount Zion, and you were you were there, and and you were a, a young, up and coming um, person, and you hadn't been called to ministry. You probably didn't even know I was watching your life. You never know who's watching, Amen. but I love when I could see then the zeal of God on your on your life and all. That was even before you were married, and all. Yeah. I was attending Mount Zion, maybe we have children and I, maybe about five good years, a wonderful place to be. And I thank God that I saw him having you sing in the choir and leading and all. And now I see how the Lord has elevated you and put you right into where you need to be because you were so humble and just so willing and so pliable. You know, whatever was going on in the and behind the scenes, God was taking that and shaping you. And the reason Amen I'm bringing that. that out tonight Amen it's because there's a young man that's listening. He's listening and he wants to know, well, how can I do what Jay, Pastor, uh, Minister Jaywell has done? It's not what he has done. It's what God has done through him using, like you said, you chose this title because it speaks to you personally. You walk down this street. So those that are listening tonight, especially your young men, he has walked through some thorns and God has used those thorns to advance him through adversity. And he has actually take, taken that lesson and now he's able to give the lesson back out to you all. But right. it's a process. It's a process of being able to go through those, those uh, deal with those thorns and not becoming proud and not, and I like to say, don't become discouraged. Because mm. oftentimes the enemy tries to roar and 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 do all types of things and throw all thing, everything in there but the kitchen sink and try to just scare people off, especially when they're young, mm -hmm. young in the faith and all. But I saw you when I was a young lady at Mount Zion. Well, a little bit. I'm a little bit older than you. When I was there, I just saw people. I'm a people watcher. Okay, that's what I do. And I and I just be and I'm behind the scenes rooting. I really am yeah. rooting you on and say yes, yes, yes. Especially young men that are on mm -hmm. fire for the Lord. You know, yeah. we need more of those. I have a young young um, young adult male son, and he yeah. needs to see people like you. And he does see people like you Amen. and all. And so thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share thank that you. piece with you. You didn't probably didn't know that, but I wow. thank God for you and your life that you are sold out for the for Christ, especially and, in this last and, and evil day in which we're living through. And we've got to go through these, have these thorns in our sides to keep us humble. And, and, and Dr. Pam, if I can just say this real quick, and I attribute all that into submitting to the leadership. Yes. Uh, under my pastor. Yes. And, and that was one of the biggest things. So if you're a young man that's listening, that is looking to find your purpose, yes. get you a church home, find you a pastor. It, God sets us in the body as it pleases him. So I went to a place where I can be fed. Yes. And I'm thankful so much that I was willing and obedient to soak up everything I needed to soak up. And I'm thankful for my pastor and his example, because it was through his example that I've learned 
to um, to deal with the thorns in my life and based upon his testimony. So you it, it's it's always going to be ongoing. So there's a discipleship that happens. There's there was something that happened within me that said, you know what, I want to be like that. You know, yeah. I, I see what God is doing. He's like, so what what do I need to do? And God said, OK, obey my word in totality. Yes. Don't take away. Don't add to. Totality. Amen. Right. Totality. Say totality. that again. That's totality. Right. And what does so that I mean? Have obey to get to where I am today. <laughs> That's right. So I just say that. Praise God. And you just can't obey on Sunday when you're up there singing and preaching. Right. There you go. Okay. There you go. So that be seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Amen. And those seasons that are unpleasant as well. Right. Amen. Especially during those times. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. And so as we move further on, into our discussion tonight, there, there are times in our lives that the thorns that God has given us, they're working to show forth his power in our lives. So talk to us a little bit about when you look at verse number um, eight and nine, and, and it tells us about how these things that God has given us are showing power in our lives. Kind of expound a little bit on, on that and relate it to God's grace as well. Wow. Well, Paul shows us that he was a real person. (laughs) Paul shows us that he was a real person. So Mm -hmm. I I appreciate Paul because he took his problems to the right person. Okay. A lot of times we won't take our thorns to the right person. Right. You'll tell them to somebody else that don't care. You would do stuff. You'll just, or you keep to yourself. You'll isolate yourself. You're soaking your milk or souring your milk is what I love to say. Right. Uh, But I I really, I'm thankful because in his example, he shows us who's a go-to. And then he also, in his in his example of showing us who to go to, he shows us that even though you may not, he may not answer your question, he does give you an answer. Does yes, that make yes, sense? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And the answer mm-hmm. may not be something that you thought of. So mm-hmm. I love that scripture where it says in Jeremiah 33 and 3, um, call unto me and I will answer and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Because this man was hurt and he said, I pleaded, I begged God, like, God, take this away three different times. I think in the Amplified, it says that, he said, Lord, let this be removed. Yes, he did for me. Like he called on the Lord. So that was um, that was not. So that shows that God's response to us in our thorns. Yes. And God's response was the same each mm-hmm. time he asked. He said that my mm-hmm. grace and we talked about God's grace is that's God's unmerited favor. Mm-hmm. That's God's favor. That's his mm-hmm. long loving kindness and his mercy. He said that that is mm-hmm. enough for you. It's sufficient. Does that make yes. sense? It's enough yes. for us. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not taking away, but I'm giving you enough to get you through. That's and, right. And That's I'm right. thankful that we serve a God that gives us more than enough and mm-hmm. enough to get us through the issues that we have in our life. And it's through his word. It's his power that's keeping us and his strength being perfect, made perfect in our weakness. It works mm-hmm. best in our weakness. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't think about that. Right. You're right. not thinking about God's power when you're having your thorn. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about mm-hmm. what you got to do to get rid of it. That's right. That's Paul right. shows us how to actually, how God will sustain us with our thorn. So, That's right. Yeah. And so many times in the in our world today, we want to this instant gratification. Oh, yeah. We want everything quick, fast, and in a hurry. And if it, if it requires pain, then we don't want any part of it. But that's where growth comes in. You and I, before we went on live, we talked about a little bit about, you know, the anointing. And I said, the anointing comes under the crushing. When you're being pressed, just like grapes, you take the grape when you want to get some wine out of the grape, you got to press that grape and crush it down until the juice comes out. 
Imagine if you were the person being pressed down like that until some juice came out of you. Mm. Well, that is likened to the process that we go through when God is trying to actually get us to where he can really use us. You're going to go through some crushing. The anointing mm -hmm. comes out under that, from under that pressure. And then in order to keep you from getting puffed up, we're going to tie it right back into having that thorn. God yeah. gave you the anointing and he may make you, you to the, he may give you anointing that this just trans is able to heal and able to, you can prophesy, you can preach, you can sing all of that. God will give to you if you are obedient. But at the same time, when he gives it to you, you most likely will have a thorn in your flesh because that thorn is there once again, as Minister J. Will said, is to keep you from becoming proud and to keep you from becoming puffed up because we still have what we call the flesh. The flesh. Yeah. That's right. And the flesh wants to what? Have his way. And, the and, and, and if you allow it so... It's like, so it's walking the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's right. When I'm walking in the word of God, then I'm not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. And That's as you right. were talking, as you were talking about that thing of being pressed. So there's that scripture that talks about, you know, how the, um, you know, the word I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So when I'm being pressed, what's coming out of me? Is it the word or the world? That's right. You know That's so right. That is That's powerful. Right. That's a lot good. of times when we're pressed, the world comes out of us instead of the word of God. So That's it is like I can't, I can't, I cannot. What's I can't talk about what I ain't obeying either. So That's I can't right. live what I'm not obeying. So if I'm not obeying it, it's not gonna come out. So I, I appreciate God's work because it shows us and it gives us a litmus test and it shows us if we've been obedient or not. And That's you don't have to wait for somebody to say, "Hey, you disobedient." You know you're disobedient yourself. Mm -hmm. But thank God for grace. Thank God for repentance. Thank God mm -hmm. for mercy. That's thank right. God for His loving kindness and His long suffering. That's and right. I, I, I love, I just love God that he is a God of another chance and he does not give up on us. So oh, that man. actually helped me not to be so mm -hmm. caught up on, you know, when I messed up, mm -hmm. when I was going through adversity, I didn't have all the right, I didn't answer everything correctly. I, the, my response was sometimes a world response. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a word response, right. but it was when that, when that, when my mind started changing, we're going into the third principle, but it was when I started to change my speech, then my behavior changed my conduct. So mm -hmm. that be holy for I am like those as I think about Christ, it's like he set this standard that's attainable. Why do we want him to lower it? So that was this that was a powerful principle for me to gain. And I had to learn that um, because I will look at individuals and I will be discontent and be um, be discouraged because I'm looking at somebody else. I'm looking at what others are doing. I'm looking at everybody else, but not understand that the, the things that God has given me and appreciate those things and, and, and what he has for me will be for me. And I thank God because his word is true, because he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So God is saying, look, I'm, look, I'm complete in Christ. There's nothing that I lack. So I'm not coveting other people's stuff. I know that what God has for me is for me. And I just need to let my light shine. And I'll just, I, that's what I wanted to share with that piece of allowing God's power to work in us because we've been given God's equipment, God's authority, God's power to do something supernatural in the earth realm. And it's to bring him glory. Because also in that scripture, it says that, so the power of Christ can work through me. Wow. So, the, so, so you're saying that <laughs> we have these thorns in us 
so that God can actually utilize us through his anointing that is on our lives. Mm. That is yes. that the key? It's like when, yeah. to the ingredient, if we want to put it in layman's terms, say if I'm if I'm baking a cake and I have some flour, some eggs, I have some sugar, and I have the oil, and I have, you know, the baking soda and all that, and I mix it all up. But if I don't have one ingredient in there, that thing is not going to rise. If all the stuff I said, if I miss something, it's not going to rise. So if I want the Lord's hope, the Lord to work in me and all, I've got to have the proper ingredients in there. And one being that thorn in my flesh to keep me humble, unless I might get up and operate in flesh and then I'll have a blunder. Cause I'm going to get up and I might say, I'm going to, I'm okay. I'm going to tear this thing up. You know, yeah. we speak it, we're speaking in, in a cult, this cultural term. Yeah. Some people that might be listening may not understand when we say tear this thing up or well, in our uh, diff different uh, churches and persuasions, we have a saying when we get up to preach, we might say, we're going to get up there and tear that thing up. You know, right. some other um perspectives might say, I'm going to get up and I'm really going to preach a relevant word. Meaning that if we say I'm, we've got to make sure that the ingredient that's in there is the Holy Spirit that's going mm -hmm. to be doing the tearing the thing up. There you go. The relevant word. Because if we miss one ingredient being the Holy Spirit leading and actually speaking through us, we're going to be up there in flesh and the thorn that's in our in our flesh most likely is going to stick us a lot harder at that particular time, and yeah. we're going to know it. We we might cover it up with makeup, might yeah, cover it you, up with a nice yeah. fine suit and some gator shoes, but you're still going to be feeling it because the conviction of the Holy Spirit will mess you up every time when yeah. you. Know, yeah, when you're up, you, 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 or teaching or doing something that you're saying you're doing it because God told you to do it. There you go. It, mm -hmm. I, as you were talking, it just made me think of the be doers of the word and not hearers only. So yeah. a lot of times we want to hear it, but then when it comes to us adjusting, we don't do it. Exactly. That is the key. That Can is you the say key. Say that again, please. <laughs> <laughs> so we hear the word of God. Yes. And then we hear that we have to adjust, then we choose not to do it. Oh, my. But then in that scripture, it talks about you're deceiving my. your own self. Yes. So you're not deceiving anybody else, but you're deceiving your own self when you do that's, that. That's right. That's doers right. of the word and not hearers only yes. for you're deceiving your own self. That's right. So that's you're not right. pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. Right, right, right. Well, you're not, well, right. you, you know, so, and, mm -hmm. and I, I thank God because he is the one that teaches us and shows us what it looks like. Um, he actually, I, I, I think, oh, think of Job. I thought about Job. I thought about Job as I was preparing in, in Job chapter two, verse six, where Satan says, hey, I want to I want to test your boy Job or mm -hmm. God said, test my boy Job. Yes. You know, Job, he got yes. some, you know, you know, mm -hmm. he said, do this, but spare his life. So okay. God was behind the scenes doing things and Job didn't know what was going on, but Job continued to trust God yes, even he when he lost everything. That's right. You know, so I always say, like, are you giving more credit to Satan or the Savior? Amen. Amen. Come on now. Amen. So that's you know who's behind the scenes working yes. it out for your good. You that's know what's right. being worked out for your good because you love God. And I'm just Amen. thankful for Job, man. He was a Amen. I Job. Pastor, 
Minister Jaywell, now tell us what happens when we deceive our own selves. How does how does that look? Oh wow. Well, it's, like, I'm I'm telling you right now, it's it's a it's a I, I want to say a dead situation, but you're trying to breathe life into a dead situation. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've learned is that um, with deceiving anything, it's it tells you who you who you serve. Okay. Okay. So what I what I mean by that is that who like who are you serving when you're really deceiving, when you're trying to be deceiving, or when you're when you're when you're walking that road, or when you when you're going down the road of like um, uh, when you're going down anything where it's in relation to disobedience. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what what yeah. I look at that and how I look at that is that um, I'm deceiving myself, like pretending I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. I'm actually saying I'm obeying, but yeah. I'm really not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and there's a scripture that talks about that too, about um, how in Romans where it talks about that, how we're going to be held accountable. That's right. For what we do. So every man has to give an account for what he does too. And I think that's a new Testament as well too. And mm-hmm. God is not going to let your stuff go unnoticed. I'll just share that with you. No, you have an answer to that. that. That's right. And there are seasons in life that it seems as though summer is long drawn out, but summer will turn to fall. Oh, come on. It seems as though with our summer sometimes we might that means the summer and summer is sunny. We get to go have our shorts on, flip-flops, we get to go to the beach, we can go to the amusement parks, we can sit out on our patio and barbecue, we could just have a time. And it seems like it's just gonna go on and on and on. But then let a Michigan winter come. <laughs> let the summer turn to fall and fall go into winter. And then we began to understand what it means to be cold and chilly and got to get out there and snuff all that snow and drive through it and, and drive real slow because you don't want to spin off the road. But I want to liken that to our lives when we're deceptive and we're thinking that we're getting away with it. Those seasons of when we can sin really well and we can hide and we can deceive people and get away with it and think that that no one knows and whatnot. God is being long suffering. I'll tell you right now, listening audience at that time, his grace and his mercy is operating at that time. And he's long suffering and he's allowing you to repent. But if you don't, that season will turn. The season yeah. will turn to winter and you will actually begin to repent and have to really ask God to forgive you for what you have done. And you'll find yourself actually having lost some ground where you could have been way down the road with the Lord and reaching your purpose. Mm-hmm. You'll be still at an elementary level. Some of us are 60 years old and we, and have been in church maybe 40 of those years and yet and still we're still at an elementary state in the Lord. Wow, that is true. And why is that? That is true. Because they don't adjust. Exactly. Because they don't adjust and they're waiting for someone to teach them something new and not do the thing that they were been commanded to already do. And, and when you were talking, uh, it reminded me of um, in Luke 6, where it talks about storms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love my pastor. Where he said the three things about storms. Either you're going into one, mm-hmm. you're coming out of one, or you're in one right now. That's right. But what are you doing before the storm is the question. Exactly. Where's your faith at before the storm? Because it talks about two different types of people. It mm-hmm. talks about two different types of individuals that one had his foundation. Um, it was founded on a rock. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so when the storm, it said when the storm, I don't say if the storm, but it says when the storm beat vehemently against that house, it wouldn't be shaken because it was founded on the rock. 
Right. And then it says this. Also, the person that didn't do it, it said they had a great ruin. Right. So right. Immediately, immediately fail. That's so right. I look at my life, as you look at your life, people that are watching listeners in this Lotus podcast, what is your, what is your faith doing before the storm? Right, right, right. You know, right. so it's, yeah. I, I look at, yeah, it's going to come. So it's mm -hmm. going to, it's going to come a time where it's going to see, mm -hmm. God is going to say, okay, I'm going to test you of what you just learned. That's we, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I pray your faith won't fail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah. uh, you know, so God is saying like, you know, success is around the corner. Don't fail an open, don't fail an open book test. Right, right, right. You go. How can you fail an open book test? It happens, right? <laughs> but you can yes. it and do it. Do what God told you to do. So, yeah. Hey, Amen. Now, um, when we move further down in our discussion, there are times in our lives that the thorns that are in our lives somewhat shift our perspectives. And we look at verse 10 in this passage of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. Mm -hmm. And we look at verse 10. Can you go ahead and read uh, verse 10 for yeah. us, Pastor, not Pastor, but Justin, and um, tell us what it says. And after you read that, expound a little bit about how that thorn oftentimes will shift our perspective. Okay. Verse 10, my brothers and sisters, and it reads, Paul says this. After he says, so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I can do all things through Christ. I'll just throw that in there. But verse 10 says this. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. This man in verse 8 was saying three times, Lord, take it away. Now he's saying, wait a minute, I take pleasure in my weakness. Yes. Do you see there's yeah. a perspective mm -hmm. shift? He had a paradigm said, shift. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had a shift. He said, "Wait a minute, I take pleasure in my weaknesses." Mm -hmm. What so happened that caused him to have that shift? Back? Yeah, it says this, and it says, in, "And insults, mm -hmm. hardships, persecution, troubles that I suffer for Christ." Mm -hmm. He knew that what he was going through was for the sake. His suffering okay. was for the sake of Christ. Yes. Now, a lot of us are suffering in our lives, but I want to know: is it for the sake of Christ, or because you were disobedient? Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's a, that, that's a difference. Is yeah. it because you're obeying God or your disobedience? Amen. And, and Amen. he shows us this and he says this for when I am weak, that's when I'm strong. And what I pulled out of that, he said this, um, his perspective on his thorn changed. Yes. Um, he now takes pleasure mm -hmm. in the pain that he's experiencing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's, that's, that, that is, that's beyond me. How do I Amen. get to that? Yes. Yeah. How how did he get there? How did and he get how there? Can someone under the sound of our voice get there? Well, here's the thing. Surrender to God completely. If you haven't. Okay. Do the last thing God has told you. To, if you're feeling that way, do the last thing that God has told you to do. Because God is not a man that he shall lie. No, the son of man that he shall repent. That's right. So God That's has right. so God has promises in his word that are yes and amen. So when God tells you something, he's going to back it up. Yes, he will. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know why we think we serve a weak God and we serve a pastor God. No, we serve a God of all power. So That's God right. is so listen, if God can do this exceedingly abundantly above all that we can yes. ask or think, but here's the gotcha, Dr. And that it's according to the power that works in us. That's right. That's right. So it's according to the power that works in you. What are you doing? With the mm -hmm. power that God mm -hmm. is giving you, mm -hmm. is it dormant? Have you? What do you? What else do you need to do? 
what mm-hmm. else does he need to do to show that he's God? Like, you know, a lot of us are looking for some spectacular, just him dying for you mm-hmm. should cause you to live for him. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate Paul's testimony when it comes to that. And um, if I can just share this is that when we look at our perspective and we know that all things are working together for our good, because we're called according to the purpose of God, I guess the thing is like, we talked about the scripture um, or you changed your mind, your perspective, you change right. your behavior. Yeah. So um, Romans 12, one and two, very familiar scripture where it says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living right. sacrifice, mm-hmm. holy set aside for God use only and right. acceptable, which right. is your what? Reasonable right. service. Right. So you think you're going above and beyond. No, you're doing your reasonable service. Right. right. Amen. That's right. Amen. And it says this, it says this, but be not conformed to this world, mm-hmm. but be ye what transformed, transformed. Mm-hmm. by the renewing of your mind. Right. So even though the outward man perishes, the inward man is being renewed every day. That's right. That's right. And I just wanted to share that. Like that's as you right. Look at your life and you're experiencing those storms and the days go by. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that it may not change, but I'm changed and it changes my perspective of how I see my thorns in my life. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it and the Lord uses practical things to do that. It isn't some the hocus pocus and super nope. spiritual things. He'll use something very practical listening audience to do that. And I'll share, you know, uh, something to just make it really palatable. The Lord will allow certain things to happen in your life like you you could be working a job and you could be on that job you could have been there 20 years and doing an excellent job there but the lord could come along and actually allow you know you to have to train someone to actually take over your position and actually you could be denoted to a a lower position in the in that company and act, having trained someone, you have to move to a lower position and still, re, and as a Christian also, and still remain humble. Mm. The Lord can take something like that to actually test you to see. There you go. If you, yes. If, if your life is going to actually at that time show forth his glory or is under that type of pressure, are you going to begin to cuss and fuss and say, I quit and I've been here 20 years, so I'm the one should have this. I shouldn't have to train that person and all to make it very practical. God can take something like that because that person has been here 20 years, oftentimes thinks, well, this is my job and I've been here so long and I, 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 and everything and nothing can happen to me, but you're, you are, dispensable you're not indispensable you are dispensable mm. so god could take something that you're holding on to so tight mm. to want you to let go of or to test you so i want to really make it very practical i want to walk there down the street yeah because god is using minister j will tonight to actually teach you this he wouldn't have put this in your spirit as a topic, thriving with thorns, advancing through adversity. If God didn't want to get something out to his people and out to a dying world, those that aren't Christians and all. So listen tonight as as he shares a little bit further, 
about the uh, defining of the thorns and how God can take something practical to use it to advance you through that adversity that you mm -hmm. might find yourself going through. If you haven't been there, keep living and keep having a few birthdays. <laughs> adversity is coming. Yep, you said something very powerful. It it was it was um I noticed that uh, in certain situations I was asking God to change other people when he was saying no you change. Yes, yes. So even in the workplace setting when you're experiencing things it was when 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 you see other individuals progressing or being promoted yes. that's a test from God. How do you respond when you've been on a job longer than someone but somebody newer gets the position before you and, right. and it has happened um where i have had conversations in my workplace where this was something where we talked about and i i remember um my soup or i call her my district manager said hey i don't recall that conversation mm -hmm. and i had to go back and i had to actually take some time to not be reactive but i had to think about the word of god and and say wait a minute okay this was a test because it made me think of count it all joy mm -hmm. when you fall into that so it was like a it was like for me it was like the thing of what am i going to do in a situation mm -hmm. it wasn't until i started to celebrate other successes that god showed me my own success amen 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 that was that was the paradigm shift in my mind that's, so that's why the shift in my that's mind great. because god is saying okay mm -hmm. i placed you here for a reason and a purpose mm -hmm. and because i placed you here this is what i want you to do i want you to maximize where you are i like that mm -hmm. he wants you to maximize where mm -hmm. you are a lot of us are trying to get to the next level but we haven't maximized mm -hmm. where god currently has us like mm -hmm. I always say like you say you want a million dollars but you can't maintain a thousand dollars Amen. You're not a good Amen. student over a thousand dollars. So mm -hmm. a lot of us are chasing bags, young people. A lot mm -hmm. of us are chasing dreams, or we're seeing what other people are having. But it's like obey God for yourself and see, and and I guarantee you what God mm -hmm. will do for you. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like I always look at that. He 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 does. He can do. He can do more than you ask or think. So as mm -hmm. I look at that, but it's according to again to that power that works in you and mm -hmm. your total obedience to Him. Mm -hmm. And as I look at that, as I looked at my own life and and, and, and things I, I share with my brothers in my class on, um, on on Saturdays, always share with them is that anything God gives to us is to give to other people. Amen. Amen. So I can't call myself blessed if I'm not being a blessing to other people. That's good. That's good. That's so good. That's mm -hmm. a that's a that's a perspective shift. Because that's again, too, like if I don't believe it, I'm not going to do it. That's right. That's right. That's good. And I like what you said about celebrating other people. That yeah. first of all, the Lord wants you to celebrate someone else, even before you celebrate yourself. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we are servant leaders. What is a servant? A servant serves yeah. in all. So God wants us to be able to serve and love and elevate people, even make people larger than us. It's not all about us. We had this past month of March we were able to honor women in our community and women abroad that have actually sacrificed and actually have given back into their communities and into society they've actually of their selfless type of people that know what it means to serve and and because of that god has elevated many of those women to higher positions in society and they know the importance of giving back. And, and we took the month of March to actually highlight those women mm -hmm. 
people might say, well, why would you do that? We're, we're not giving, we're giving honor where honor is due. We're not being, as you say, prideful and puffed up, but the Bible does talk about giving honor where honors do. And I wanted to point out that these women knew the importance of actually serving and actually giving back to the community and actually putting people ahead of them, being selfless. And because of that, God was able to elevate them in their careers, their home, their marriages, and all of that. And that is what it's all about. And I, I thank God for that type of mindset because everyone doesn't get to have that mindset though. And it comes from actually being rooted and grounded in the Lord because when yeah. you're rooted and grounded in him, then he teaches you how to actually move through that process. Um, doesn't he, Minister J? Amen, amen. Yeah, it made me think of, um, as you were talking, is having the attitude of Christ. Yes. Um, and yes. having the, and that scripture really points it out. Like, do you really have the attitude of Christ? You know, when you're, when you're faced with, um, and he's a great example to look to. Um, again, like you, I look at him where, what he experienced and when he was going to the cross and how he said, wow, if it be your will, let this bitter cup pass from me. But God said, you know, but, but your will be done. So God didn't remove it. He actually had to go through it. So yes, he because he did, he was thinking about somebody else. Yes. And, I, and I'm thankful because he was thinking about me. He was thinking about you, the listeners, those individuals that haven't come to know him as Lord and Savior yet. Now is a good time for you to accept him if you haven't as Lord. What does Lord mean? Lord means he's boss. Lord means he's ruler. Lord means he tells you what to do, even when you don't feel like doing any mm -hmm. Savior. Because if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. That's right. That's so, right. I just want to encourage you of all of everything of in our life, the good, the bad, and the, and the ugly. He should be Lord of everything. And it takes, it takes a, a while to get there. The Lord is long suffering. He's not expecting you to be perfect overnight, but he is expecting you to try and he's expecting you to repent. When you find yourself doing something you shouldn't be doing, he said his grace is sufficient for mm -hmm. us. He said he would forgive us 70 times seven. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is repent and pray and ask God to forgive you. And he's faithful and just to do that. God is a loving God. God is not a God that's sitting down and he has something and he wants to always just be authoritative and just and just controlling. But God is loving. God loves us and he wants to see us do well. Amen. He wants to see us prosper. Amen. Because I was, yes, as you were talking, you know, and I was, I was and I don't want to give individuals an out to say, try God. No, trust God. That's right. That's there right. you go. Because I think what happens is we'll try him. And then if he doesn't come through, we like, oh, he didn't work. No, right, you didn't right. work. You get right. what I'm saying? So, so right. what I want to encourage individuals and those that are listening to trust God completely yes. and yes. not lean to your own understanding. When you start leaning to your understanding, you know, you're doomed for destruction anyways. Then you That's start to right. see Then you start that piece. And as we were talking earlier today about that, just trusting God with your whole heart and leaning not to your own understanding. Do you trust him? You can't say compartmentalize. You can't compartmentalize God. God, I trust you with my marriage, but I don't trust you with my finances. God, I trust you with my children, but I don't trust you to make my, you know, so a lot of times we have, a, our perspectives are off yes. because we don't, because we don't even know who we are. Right. Does it make sense? And, and when you know who you are in Christ and you know that God holds the earth in his hands and he has you and your problems and nothing can snatch you out, it makes you walk different. So it does matter 
you know, even since the pandemic, you know, I think we use not coming the pandemic as a reason to not serve, to not come to church. Mm-hmm. You hear Christians, I ain't going back, but it's like there's scripture that talks about not forsaking the assembly of others, you know what I'm saying? Right. Stirring mm-hmm. up the love. So God still wants production even in the midst of the pandemic. That's right. So that is that has definitely been a powerful principle for me that he wants more production and more mm-hmm. individuals to come to know him. So he's going to use me to do it. And I'm just thankful. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Tonight we have with we have spoke been talking with Minister Jay Will, and he has the topic of thriving with thorns and advancing through adversity. And as we spoke, we covered several points. We covered the point of your thorn serves a purpose. And we talked about how your thorn shows God's working power. And we also talked about how your thorn shift your perspective. And we used the focal scripture of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10 from the Living Translation Bible. Now, when we talked about that, we worked our way down through all three of those points and it showed me, and I hope that it showed you, the reason that God allows us to have the thorns. And oftentimes we say a thorn in our in the flesh because that's how Paul referenced it. And, and you expounded clearly when you told us that, you know, God uses those thorns to advance us through the adverse situations that we find ourselves in in our lives as long as we're here on this earth we're going to have said adverse situations we're not going to arrive the plane is going to continue to fly and it and fly and fly and fly and it is it might land but even if the plane lands that doesn't mean you've arrived at your destination because we still are yet here in this flesh and all so we've got to know how to actually use that that uh thorn for the purpose in which God has has created it for. And you, so you told us that it was there because God wants to see his power working through us through that particular thorn that's in our flesh. And you also said, which I would love for you to tell us again, what the thorn is and what the thorn isn't. So can you <laughs> expound on that once again? What is the thorn? And what isn't the thorn? And then why does God allow those thorns to be in our lives? Amen. So a thorn is not a person, place, or thing. A thorn is in correlation with your God assignment. Okay. So with what God is showing you, what God is having you to do so that you don't become puffed up. And he sends a message through Satan. So if God is saying, you know, a lot of times in that scripture where it talks about a messenger of Satan to buffet and torment me, a lot of us will look at that scripture and say, we're focused more on the tormenting than the, again, than the Satan, than the savior, than the one who's orchestrated this whole entire thing. And he orchestrates our lives and has, you know, the plans that he has for us is sort of good and That's to right. prosper and for us to have a future and a hope. So right. God will allow us to go through some things to bring out his work in us, like for you in need of patience that after you've done the will, you might receive the promise. So he wants his power to, he wants to show his power off through our lives. And we are a great example to do that through and others to see. So it's not, your struggles are never just for you, but your struggles are to help you get through so you can help somebody else get through. That's right. That's right. And and, and that is, Mm -hmm. that is the whole premise of this whole thing. And when Mm -hmm. you look at that, God is active in your struggles. Mm-hmm. And, and and other individuals need to understand that that this is not a time for you to go off the rail. 
this That's is not right. a time for you to not mm -hmm. do what God calls you to do or go rogue. That's right. To disobey. Right. No, this is a time for you to say, okay, God, what do I need to adjust in my life to achieve the scripture results? That's and right. then it's like, okay, when he tells you, or if you're saying take it away, he doesn't answer in relation to that. Do the last thing he told you to do and whatever he tells you to do. Mm -hmm. he, always, he, always, he always even said, don't call me Lord and Lord and I do what I say. Right, right. So, right. No, so as, I, as you look mm -hmm. at your life, how much of scripture, how much, how much, how many more classes do you need to attend to obey God? Amen. How many more lectures? How many sermons? I mean, do it. And, and I thank God too, because we're moving from um, just not, you know, oh my gosh, we're moving to presenting the gospel in such a way because the impact of the gospel is major. It's in enough yes. itself to change lives. Yes. So in me living my life as the impact, how the impact of the gospel will change my life, I'm mm -hmm. now able to impact others and they can see God changing, change their lives. So as we mm -hmm. look at those thorns, as we look at, I said, they're not places, they're not persons. You can't say you're a thorn in my side. And, and there's this thing called suffering for Christ's sake that we will experience because That's those right. who live godly shall mm -hmm. suffer, suffer persecution, persecution you That's know, right. in this time. So as you look at that, you're not exempt. And I always say anybody that says in trouble, they say, why me? Needs to change their perspective to say, why not me? God That's is saying, right. why not you? Mm -hmm. Why not me? That's why, well, why me? Why mm -hmm. not you? You know, That's no, you're right. the perfect candidate to show mm -hmm. God's part. Because he said, for when I am weak, I am strong. That's right. Literally. So when That's Paul says right. that he's sharing that, he's like, well, it's weak. I'm weak. But with That's God's strength, I'm never weak. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that that's is right. that is a powerful point, and I, that's a powerful faith statement to make um, mm -hmm. when you're going through the thorns in your life. And and mm -hmm. I don't want us to focus so much on the thorns and and the things that bother us. Then we focus on our God assignment. Is what that's I, is good. What I want us to that's really good. Ask. And that that used to be one of my most favorite scriptures that kept me going when I was in a season in my life that wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a more of a winter season. I would say that when I am at my weakest point, God, you are mm. strong. I would say that and that would keep me with the right perspective as I was going through a winter season in my in my life. And we've got to be able to be able to keep God's word in our hearts and hide it there so that when we are going through the winter seasons in our lives or even the summer seasons in our lives they, that word has to be what's really leading us and actually mm -hmm. we're walking it out we're making it applicable to every situation in our lives so that that when the adversity does come and the thorn is there we won't just go awry yeah okay, and all it has to become real doesn't it Amen to it that. It become real to us. It does. It's not something we're just playing on Sunday or playing on whenever we get into a, a life challenge. It has to be something we do 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if you're a young person, millennials that might be listening tonight, God is requiring more of you, more of you. And you can do it. You can give more. You might say, well, I've given all that I can give but you can give more. God wants all of you. And I love the way you say it, that he doesn't want, you know, just part of you, or he doesn't want partial obedience. He wants complete obedience. And mm -hmm. how does that look? I'm going to ask Minister J. Will, I'm going to ask him to tell us how does complete obedience look before we transition um, to a close tonight? How does that look? So Especially for young people that are listening to the podcast for young people um 
there are um let's just use the for example um partial obedience or when it comes to studying god's word scripture tells us to study to show yourself approved or work if need not be ashamed rightfully dividing the word of truth and when we're in situations uh an indication if we study or not is based on how we respond yes okay. so and so as i look at that as we look as we're about our daily lives when we're experiencing things when we're when we're looking at god and we're we're we're, we're and we're actually observing to do all that's written in it we actually see the results of scripture yeah. so if i'm looking at certain if i'm looking at and i'm obeying scripture and i'm not seeing the results again i need to adjust till i see that result and one thing i, I it, it was a point in my life where you know god showed me as you were saying about get or doing more but god was showing me that i need to give more okay and 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 and, and, and financially so if, if god is to whom much is given much is required and yeah. i said wait a minute i'm not getting all that god has for me and i asked god to show me mm -hmm. and he did so okay. then I did, and now I'm like, okay, I have enough to give to every good work. That's and a good. lot of times as young people, our finances mm -hmm. aren't in the best of situations, okay. and we do not are good stewards over our stuff because no one showed us how to yes. give properly, how to be Christian givers. So okay. that's an example um, of mm -hmm. how. Um, that's an excellent, excellent example. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listening audience that you didn't have a chance to before we transition to a close? I am just so thankful um, that you tuned in and it's not by happenstance and God doesn't do things. Um, he's a God of intentionality, so he doesn't do things just, okay, oops. No, there's a purpose and the reason why you've tuned in. And I hope that based on this discussion, that you leave here encouraged to obey God, to repent, to um, start to obey, and to stop doing some things that you know that God doesn't want you to do, and to actually seek his kingdom first and his yeah. righteousness. And everything that you want him will be added to you is when you seek God's kingdom first and 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 he'll he'll take care of your business. He'll make your business his business when you take care of his business first. That's good. Very practical. Excellent. 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 Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for being our special guest this evening. Thank you so much for your obedience to God. Be the glory for all that he is doing and all that he's going to do. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Would you mind praying tonight for our listening audience, those that are listening this evening and those that are going to listen to this from months on down? Somebody yeah. might pick this up three o'clock in the morning. They could be ready to actually end their lives, Minister J. Will, mm -hmm. but they could come across this podcast at three in the morning and they could hear something that you've shared on this podcast. And that very thing that you shared at that time could actually cause them to have a paradigm shift and decide that I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give my life over to the Lord. We never know how God is going to use what you shared this evening. And even if it's not tonight, it could be a year from now. It could be someone listening to this in South Africa that would be changed by a revelatory word that God has put in your spirit tonight to share. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you. So you. Much thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you. 
we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on a cross called Calvary for all of our sins. We thank you for raising him up on the third day with all power in his hands. And with that same power, God, we could advance through any adversity, Father. We thank you, God, for your loving kindness. We thank you for your compassions that fell if not. Great is your mercy toward us, your loving kindness towards us, oh God. Your mercies are new every morning. We reverence you. We love you, God. We thank you because you said that you have given us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Therefore, we can be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for we know that our labor is never in vain in you, O oh God. We thank you, God, because it is you that sits high and you look low, O oh God. We thank you, God, for sending your son, Jesus, Father, to a world for the whosoever, God, to be saved, O oh God, that you didn't send him to condemn the world, but through him the world might be yes. saved, oh God. We thank you, God, for individuals that are going to give their lives to you and yes. confess you as Lord and Savior over their yes. lives, oh God. We thank you for the changed perspective. We thank yes. you for the changed mindset, Father. Yes. You told us to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed yes. by the renewing of our minds, yes. oh God. You said in your word, God, that you will keep us in perfect peace perfect because peace. our mind yes. is stayed on you. you. Devil, you have yes. no place. You said yes. in your word that the deep comes to kill, steal, yes. and destroy. But it's you that have come, that we have yes. life and yes. have it more abundantly. abundantly. God, we thank you for the yes. promises in you are yes. yes. Amen. Amen. And every good and perfect Amen. gift comes from you, oh God. Father, yes, we Lord. thank you for your word. You yes, are our Lord. sword and you, you are our shield. It is Hallelujah. you that you are son and our shield. It's you yes, that gives Lord. us grace and glory. Thank and you, no Lord. good thing with you Hallelujah. us because we walk thank you, Lord. upright. Father, yes, we would not be in our we would not be wise yes, in our Lord. own eyes, but we will fear you and yes, depart Lord. from evil. We will trust yes, you with Lord. our whole heart. We will not lean to yes, our own Lord. understanding. And yes, in Lord. all our ways, we will yes, acknowledge Lord. you because you. Yes, it is Lord. you that directs yes, Lord. our path, oh God. Jesus. Yes, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Father. We thank you, God. We thank, thank you, God. Lord. You're thank so you, worthy. Lord. You're so magnificent. Thank you, you are mighty. Thank we you, thank Lord. you for your word that was thank sent you, to Lord. heal and deliver us thank from you, all Lord. of our distresses, oh God. You yes, said that many Lord. are the afflictions yes, of the Lord. righteous, I, but it is you that deliver us I'll, out I'll, of them yes, all. Yes, you said it. Yes, and you Father, said it. if you ever delivered us, you thank you, Lord. faith, the size thank of a mustard seed that we can say to this mustard be removed and it shall be done. Father, we yes, thank Lord. you and praise you, Father, for you said thank without you, faith, it's impossible to please you. Yes, we must Lord. believe that you is. You are a rewarder of yes, those that Lord. diligently Lord, seek you. you. Yes, yes. These things is in your name. Mm. Yes, Amen. hallelujah. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Lord God, we just pray that you, hallelujah, would just continue to bless your manservant, Lord God, continue to Pour your anointing, Lord God, into his life, a fresh anointing, Lord God, we pray. Oh God, we pray that you would continue to open doors, Lord God, of opportunity for, oh God, for Minister J. Will. We pray, Lord God, that there are doors that need to be shut, Lord God, and that you would shut those doors, Lord God, permanently. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord God, that how you are using him, Lord God. You're using him, Lord Jesus, to speak your word, Lord God, to sing, Lord God, your word, to share your word, oh, Father God. 
We thank you, Lord God, that his life is making an impact, Lord God, on all, Lord God, that come in his contact. Even those that may never say a word to him, but they're watching his life, even on the internet, when they're watching his life, even when they're sitting in the congregation and they're watching him sing and they're watching him preach and they're watching him teach, they may never say anything, Lord God, but I thank you that the seed is being planted because you say one man planteth and another man watereth, but you, Lord God, give the increase. So I thank you, Father God, that whatever he finds himself in that process of watering, planting, and you giving the increase, that he would continue to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in your word. Father God. Now bless him, bless his wife, bless their child, bless their home, bless their finances, bless their ministry, bless their coming, and bless their going. Father God, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much for being our special guest. I'm so blessed tonight by what was shared. It it hits me first. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Thank you. I received that. You. Praise God. Thank you. Praise and God. you got to come back and, and again, and also you've got to come back and preach for us in our empowerment hour. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be honored. I'll be honored to do so. Okay. Thank, Thank you, so you. Much for having me. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. Thank you. God bless you. A wonderful display of God's love. Thank you for obeying God. Hmm. And I just want to encourage you to, to continue to do not give up, to to keep your eyes on the prize, stay on the wall, Thank and you. allow God's power to just rest and rule in your life. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. I received that. Thank you so much. We'll have a blessed evening. We'll be in contact. All right. Peace God out, everybody. You. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you so much. What a word, what a word, what a word, what a word. Thank God for our special guest, Minister Justin R. Williams. Topic, Thriving with Thorns, Advancing Through Adversity. Our focal scripture was 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. And we are grateful. I want you to know that if you are just joining us at the end of this discussion, then you go back and this will be live on YouTube as well as it will be airing on our virtual platforms as of tomorrow. So you can go back at that time and listen once again and ask the Lord specifically, what are you sharing with me through what Minister J. Will has shared? And God will reveal it to you. I want you to walk this out. Don't let this be the last time that you listen to it, because sometimes when we listen the first time, we can't take it all in. It's just a little bit too much meat to chew up and process. Take it in small bites, watch it again, and then share this with your social media network. Share this with your family, friends, and loved ones so that they can benefit as well. That's what it's all about, right? It's about being my brother's keeper. Okay. Once again, this is the Lotus Flower Podcast, and I'm your host, Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, and my co-host, Reverend Curtis L. Robinson, Sr. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed.